Let's have a word of prayer. Precious Lord, we we thank you first of all for for life. We thank you for joy. We thank you for your grace and your mercy and your kindness. We thank you for the life of Stephanie Alexander. Alexander. We thank you for the joy that she brought so many people. We thank you for everyone that's here that has shared in the love that she had within her. We pray for her family that's here and, and all the folks in her family that love her so dear. And we pray that you would just give them strength run on high in a magnificent way. We thank you for, again, for her life. And we're here to honor her and to pay our respects and admiration. And we thank you for everything. Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Alicia, are you ready? <clears throat> Alicia, I called her and she so graciously said that she would talk just a little bit about her sister. Amen. Amen. And you guys silently lift her up in prayer. This is not an easy thing. I'm going to do my very best to be able to get through this for her. The words can't describe how truly amazing my sister really, really was. She's an amazing sister and friend and aunt and just any name that you could think of was her. She was my personal best friend and just my person who was there for every, every memory in my life, had her in it. I can't even be, begin to describe how much I loved her. She wasn't just my person though. She found her person a year ago and Ray came into her life and made her the happiest woman in the entire world. She waited her whole life for him. He made her an even better person than she already was. And she never thought that she'd be able to have kids and look at her having the most amazing kids in the world. Two beautiful babies. They're beautiful and funny and their smiles are just like their mom. I've watched Lenny try so hard with his sister. I thought, oh no, he's such a mama's boy. He loved her so much that he wouldn't be ready for this. And he's just taken so well to her. And she's just, I know she's smiling. So happy that he loves her like he does. And 
<laughs> and my dad, she adored my dad so much, making syrup with him and giving him a hard time. She gave my dad such a hard time. Teased him and after his strokes was on his butt about taking care of himself and just always being there for him, taking him to therapy, she just stepped right in like, like she would have because of just how sweet and caring and loving she really was. They had just a bond that will never be broken. And just a little funny story. My dad actually just had um, a seizure on Saturday, last Saturday. And my sister and I were right there waiting for him to get there to the hospital. And she gave him such heck about not being his emergency contact and didn't let him leave that and let it down the entire time because... She's like, Alicia's just going to lose her crap. You have to put me on there. <laughs> but, oh, uh, yeah. She just knew how to get under his skin and write what to do with him. And my boys and Dylan. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Dylan was the brother she never had. I don't know that they ever had a serious conversation in Stephanie's life. If it wasn't for her making jokes, I don't think, you know, she, yeah, neither one of them was okay if they weren't picking on each other. Um, he won't want me sharing this, but he's had a lot of dental work done lately, and <laughs> he needed to get um, dentures on the top. And he was complaining so much, just a typical, you know, my teeth hurt, my teeth hurt. And Steph looked at him with the most serious face and said, what teeth are you talking about? <laughs> you don't have any. <laughs> and um, she had this, oh my God, this mustard colored hoodie. <laughs> and we're big girls. We're not afraid to say that. Dylan called her Big Bird because boy, <laughs> in all good manner, they just, they just were, yeah, he loved her just as much as she loved him, and my boys, on top of being the best mom out there, she was an even better aunt, she was their second mom their whole life. She did anything and everything for her boys. They lost their best friend also. She never missed a single thing in their life. If it was a choir concert, be a concert, a football game, she was right there with them. And they knew it. And if she for some reason had to miss it, they never let her let it down. Um... She FaceTimed them, oh, we got, all day long, just to tell them the silliest things and just let them know that she loved them. And Andrew, the boys wanted me to share a favorite memory they had with her. And Andrew loved spending the night with Auntie and Uncle Ray. And he loved playing Uno with them because those games got pretty intense sometimes. <laughs> and Ray would always win. <laughs> 
but that was his favorite and Andrew looks up to Ray a whole lot. I'm so thankful that he's in their her life their life too. Just as much as my sister. And Landon, I'm so ashamed to admit this. <laughs> but he loves playing cards against humanity with his aunt because he knew she would be so inappropriate. <laughs> she was so goofy and funny with them that that was his <laughs> on top of football. He didn't care if anybody was there as long as she was there. Gavin, oh, he said, I can't tell you what memory I have with Andy because they're all so special. It's her little man. I mean, she loved him dearly. And um, one last goofy thing because <laughs> Ray. He's just he's such a goofball at heart, and um, she adored that. She's more of a, as silly as she was, you know. It was. And for Halloween, we went to Boo at the Zoo, and Steph and I thought that Ray looked like the show, the guy from Cleveland Show, Cleveland <laughs> Brown. <laughs> And he dressed up like Cleveland Brown for her to go to the zoo. He would have done anything for her. And again, I just want to thank you guys all for being here and listening to my goofy self. She would be here for me just like I would be here for her. Can I say praise the Lord again? You just witnessed his strength. You just witnessed his grace and his mercy to get Alicia through that. What can anyone say in a situation like this? I work for hospice. I'm a hospice chaplain, and, and it's easy sometimes for me to bury folks that are 85, 90 years old. But what do you say in a situation like this? There's not a lot to say, but the Word of God has plenty to say. The Word of God has plenty to say. Proverbs 12.25 says this. Heaviness in heart, heaviness in the heart of a man maketh it stoop. But a good word maketh it glad. God has a good word for situations like this. And I say this to, to, to all of us. We're not here to, to have a pity party. That's not how we're going to honor Stephanie. That's not how you honor anyone's life by having a pity party. We're here to lift her up. We're here, we're here to strengthen one another. Word of God says again in Proverbs, it says a human spirit can endure sickness and death. The human spirit can. It's been the human spirit that has gotten us through these last five or six days. But it says a crushed spirit who can bear. Let me, let me explain that a little bit. 
The human spirit is the heart. And all of us in here are heartbroken. All of us in here are saddened deeply by what has transpired over the last week. All of us in here are mourning, and, 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 and I believe all of us in here are mourning properly. There's a proper way to mourn, and I, and I look around and I pay attention to folks. I pay attention. I've talked to Ray several times. I've talked to Alicia several times, and they are mourning properly, okay? And, and that's for you guys, because I know you guys care about them. They are mourning properly. What do you mean, pastor? Let me look at this scripture again. It said the human spirit can endure sickness, but a crushed spirit, a crushed spirit who can bear. Our hearts are broken, but our spirits aren't. Ray's spirit is not broken. His heart is saddened, but his spirit is not broken. Dad is heartbroken, but his spirit is not broken. Alicia's heartbroken, but her spirit is not broken because the heart depends on the spirit. The heart depends on the spirit. And if the spirit is broken, the heart will be devastated. We're going to make it through this. Let me, let me share a scripture that we're all familiar with. On how we're going to get through this. Ray, is there any doubt we're not going to get through this? We're going to get through this, right? Alicia, we're going to get through this, right? Cindy? Dan? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. <clears throat> verse by verse, real quick. The Lord is the strength of my life. Ray was brought up in a home where the Lord was the strength of our lives. It's in him. And it's going to come out of him. He's going to rise above this and he's going to be the man that he's supposed to be. There's no doubt in my mind. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures and he leadeth me besides the still water. Right now we're lying down in green pastures. When I look around here, I see green pastures. I, I, I don't mind the tears. But the Bible says those who, who weep, who weep tears spur growth. Those tears are making you guys stronger. Those are godly tears. Godly tears. He maketh us lie down in green pastures. I was here yesterday. I, I believe all of Garrisville came through here. Those green pastures. I've been to funerals and nobody showed up. I've been to funerals when nobody even, they didn't even want to have a funeral. They didn't even want to have calling hours. They just, they just wanted to get it over with. This has been a joyous occasion and Stephanie would have would have rejoiced she would she would she would have been thankful for every person that came through here and hugged her husband and hugged her sister and hugged her children 
She would have been thankful for every prayer that has been lifted up in honor of her and her family. Verse number three. I, I think this is an important verse, and, 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 I, and I, don't, I don't have a lot of time, but I want to share this verse. It says, He restoreth my soul. Let me say that again. He restored my soul. Your soul's going to be restored. Now I can speak. I can speak in boldness about the Word of God because I, I stand on it. I believe it, and I and I know that He's going to restore your soul, and He's going to keep restoring it. And some of us in here have gone through. This is not the first time for a lot of us. And we have been restored. The scripture says that weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. There's going to be a time where the weeping is going to stop. And joy is going to return. And, and let me explain joy. So we don't, we don't, we're not talking about worldly joy. The joy, the, the joy of the Lord is a powerful joy. It's a strength. It's a power. And that's the joy. That's the joy that's, that's coming back. And we're going to be strong. As a family, we're going to be strong and united. We got work to do. And you can't do work with a broken Spirit. And God knows that. And he's going to get you through. He's going to restore your soul. Not only that, and he's going to lead you in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Let me give you one more verse. Then I want to talk about the sermon that the last sermon that Stephanie heard. I want. I just want to talk about it. But she came to she came to church and and Stephanie would come to church. And Lennox would be so good. He was such a good kid. And he would sit there and she she would just never take her eyes off the pulpit. She sat there and stared at me and watched and listened to every word I said. And she listened with intensity. Okay. She listened with intensity. Here we go. Because we're in a valley. We're in the valley right now. Okay. But guess what? We're not staying there. I'm not standing there. Ray's not standing there. Alicia, you're not standing in the valley. Dad, you're not standing in the valley. Gavin, you're not standing in the valley. Landon, you're not standing in the valley. It's just like when you're playing football, you're going to take a shot. You may come out of the game for a player too. Well, guess what? You're going to be on the sidelines. What are you going to tell the coach? I'm ready to go back in, right? That's how it goes. That's how it goes. And we're going back in. We're going back in. We're going back in strong. Though I walk through the valley, that key word is, though I walk what? Through. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Because, you see, see, the enemy comes. The enemy comes. And I'm speaking to the enemy now. I'm not, I don't know the enemy spirit of the enemy is here because he wants to, he wants to do three things. Steal, 
kill, and destroy. But God said in John 10, 10, I come that you may have life and to have it what? More abundantly. And Stephanie left us two bundles of joy that we can watch and raise in, in honor of her. And we're going to do that. There's no question about if we can. There's no if about it. We're going to do this. And we're going to raise these children. Now, Stephanie came to, to church on, on the 27th of February. And we were sitting there laughing. And, and I said something to her. to the city. You're not a member here yet. And Ray said, I'm a member. She's a member. And I said, well, you're a member. Welcome aboard, you know. But I was I was talking about it, and I listened to Alicia talking. Me and her talked several times, and she can talk. Okay, she's she's a talker. All right, she'd make a good member of my church because all my members can talk for hours at a time. You call them, they talk for hours. In in Luke ten twenty five, I just want to read it because I want I just want you to hear what she heard the last sermon she heard. Okay. Said, and behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tempted him, saying, Master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, What is written in the law? How readest thou? And he answered and said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy strength and with all thy mind and thy neighbor as thyself. Man, there's some folks in here today. Y'all love each other. Y'all love y'all's neighbors. I think they ran out of room out there to park cars. People were here yesterday calling hours were from six to eight. Folks were getting here in what? Right quarter after five. Just to show love for your neighbor. And he said unto him, thou hast answered right. This do and thou shalt live or thou shalt have eternal life. But he willing to justify himself said unto Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Who's my neighbor? You know, you know, Garrettsville got some new neighbors from Youngstown area. That, okay. All these, all these folks in here, all these dark folks in here, these are my families. Guess what? They also, they all new neighbors. Because we're going to be coming up here. Okay. Got some new neighbors. And Jesus answering him, because he want to know who's my neighbor. I'm your neighbor. Dad, I'm your neighbor now. Well, we like, what, brothers? And Jesus answering said, a certain man went down from Jer just Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves. Now watch this. And they stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance there came down a certain priest that, that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. 
And likewise, a Levite, when he, when he was at the place, he came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. What Stephanie had to pass by? Landon said no. No. Okay. And likewise, excuse me, but a Samaritan, a certain Samaritan, watch, as he journeyed, where, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him. There's a room full of compassion in here. There's a room full of compassion in here. How, how many folks in here know the Lord Jesus Christ? My goodness. My goodness. How many, how many folks in here feel the presence of the Lord in this place? Amen. God is good. God is good. And, and God has been good to Garrisville. I know God has been good to you guys because you wouldn't be here. Satan would have none of you here. If it, was, if it was up to Satan, he would have none of you here. But you're here. If you're here, if you're here, and, and if you're here and, and don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, okay. If you're here and you don't know Jesus Christ, you're Lord and Savior. It's a personal thing. Just ask God. Because see, what we have to do, not only as a, not only as, as, the, as the Alexander family, not only as a Garrisville community, but as a, as a country, we have to get back to the things of God. We have to get back to the things of God. Ray, Ray has a tough task. Because see, it, it, God didn't design men to be nurturers. God didn't design, no matter what the government says. Okay? Ray has to get back to work. He has to be a provider. He has to go out into the field. He has to, to work some overtime and different things like that. And to be a provider, Ray going to need some help. He's going to need some good Samaritans to step up. Alicia's got four boys and, and now she got six. She's going to need some Samaritan help. She shouldn't have to ask for it. It ought to be there. Let me finish the verse. The Samaritan showed up. That's where I stopped. He had compassion on him and he went and, and he went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine and set him on his beast and brought him to the inn and took care of him. And on the morrow when he departed, he took out two pence, which in that day would have been two days wages. And gave him to the host and said unto him, take care of him and whatsoever thou spendest more. When I come again, I will repay thee. Let me tell you something. God don't pay all his bills on Friday. And what you do for the lease, God will pay you back again. The Bible said when he come and he's he coming back. He's not going to forget how we treat those that 
are in need. He's coming back. So how did, how did the, the man fare? He got his question answered. And he said, Jesus said unto him, which of these three thinkest thou was the neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, he that showed mercy on him. He said that again. He that showed mercy on him. Then said Jesus unto him, go and do thou likewise. Let me. What is mercy? I love it when young people stand before me. What is mercy? Mercy is God not giving us what we deserve. God has been good to us. He's been good to us. He was good to Alicia. He's been good to Ray. And we can sit here and say, well, well we, we've lost our loved one. We haven't lost our loved one. Okay. Our loved one has gone on. And she has left us with two bundles of joy that we're going to need the Lord to help us raise. And we're going to do a wonderful job. Aren't we, Ray? We're going to do a wonderful job. Aren't we, Landon? We're going to do a wonderful job. Aren't we, Gavin? We're going to do a wonderful job. Let's pray. Precious Lord, we just want to say thank you today. Thank you for the love that you've shown us, Father God. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Father God, you've gotten us from last Wednesday to Tuesday. And I know, Father God, you will get us through the next 10, 15 years. You're going to do it because that's what you do. You're a good God. You're a good God when you're giving. You're a good God when you're taking. We may not understand everything right, in, right now, but the Bible says we will understand better by and by. By and by. Precious Lord, thank you for this family. We ask that you be with them. Give them strength, courage, wisdom, powerful and on high. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.